This is Ian Clayton, Origin Gate Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I want to pick up where I left off last time and just start to look at some of the things that are here. Um, the scripture when we quoted the last one, when there was no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no fountains abounding with water. Those fountains also are to do with the upper waters and the lower waters, of course, to do with the vault of the deep and the faces of the deep, the faces of the waters that are above the provision of the union of that which is above to that which is below, which creates the capacity for the full measure of who we are to be revealed with the complete supply of our Father flowing through our lives. It's fascinating in Genesis um, 2 when Yahweh planted a garden eastward in Eden and the four rivers flowed out through Eden to water the face of the earth that in the day that Adam and Adam sinned, the connection point to this river's supply was cut off and then anchored into the heart of a human being. That's why we, of course, have the four chambers of our heart, which is to be to be really an expression of an outward flow. Adam, the Aleph Dalit Mim of his name, the Hebrew letters, Adalas Adore Mim is a flowing river or the supply. And so Adam himself was to be the never-ending supply or the beginning of the never-ending supply of Yahweh or the doorway of Yahweh's supply for creation, which is what you and I are supposed to be in the role we play here anyway. Before the fountain, sorry, um, yeah, when there were no depths brought forth and when there were no fountains abounding with the water, before the mountains were settled, the mountains are not the hills we see around the face of the earth. They are a... A collisional, cataclysmic, cataclysmic collision of the tectonic plates that have created them. These mountains that she's talking about here are the realms of government that Yahweh has set in place. And then it says, before the mountains were settled, which means that before the realms of those governments were settled, she was there with them. Before the hills were brought forth, hills are the the um, realms of dominion that are connected into those mountains. And so that's why, you know, in, in the New Testament, it says, I don't wrestle against principalities and powers, but against wicked spirits, rulers of the darkness of this age, seated in heavenly places. Of course, that's a backward um, process to get to the highest point. And the heavenly place is a mountain, a place of dominion where authority is exercised from. And so the hills are the expression of the outworking of the government of that mountain moving out here before any of these realms of dominion were settled, she was there. She actually was an observer. The spirit of wisdom was an observer with the father of everything that he was doing, almost like a, a husband and wife would be standing watching their family develop and having engaged conversations, watching the process unfold. And so as Yahweh was doing this, she was there. And this is as yet, while as yet, he had not made the earth nor the fields. So this now takes you right back into an imagery of the realm of the beginning. Remember the realm of the beginning, creation came out of the realm of the beginning. So that's why it says in the beginning, not at the beginning. The beginning is the realm. And so the same way as creation is one realm, the beginning is a realm. Creation is a reflection of a small piece of the beginning which has unfolded to help us understand and get an impression of what the beginning is. So, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, I'm just going to move on. And so it says here, as you have not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest parts of the dust of the world, 
it's this language is so so fascinating to me watching the way that she describes the the biggest down to the smallest of the way that Yahweh created everything so remember dust dust speaks of the the process of what Adam was made out of the highest parts of the dust of the earth Adam was made from the dust of the earth which actually it's interesting but actually that's when you go into the Hebrew of all of that stuff it talks about stardust really it's the the highest points of the the dust the smallest particles that can be seen which deals with the nano world that that part's there those parts was what man was made out of the complexity of everything to do with that energetic system Yahweh framed it into this human body to because in the nano world you talk about in one cubic meter in the nano world there are three billion up to three billion nanoparticles of dust that sit inside there all energetically held together in complete harmony interesting so before they were even framed she was there when he prepared the heavens so there's more than one heaven when he prepared the heavens which is to do with many heavens when he prepared the heavens i was there so again you need to see that she was an observer of all that yahweh was doing that's what i said in the last 15 minute broadcast we did that her position she's chosen to function within creation is not who she is in the other created realms that go up into the eternal realm in eternal realm when he prepared the heavens i was there when he set a compass upon the face of the deep now the compass is it's not talking about the north south east west it's a description of the vault or the faces the face of the deep the point of connection and union it's fascinating when we were um, up in Norway engaging with the face of the deep and what happened there and and what Yahweh's released in the last two and a half years since that point but there's an unfolding of of the measure of who she is of what she witnessed to understand the full heart of Yahweh so that when you and I engage with her and as one of the sentient administrators of Yahweh that are the tutors of her life as in Galatians 2 4 then 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 which says actually a son you and I though he being Lord of all which is what we are going to become Lord of all is under tutors and governors until the appointed time and so of course I've done the teaching on the seven spirits of Yahweh who are the tutors of Yahweh to do with the seven colors of the rainbow that seal the seals within us that when we engage with those seals to their fullness we will become reflective white light intercellular fused white light before the mountains were set I and the hills were sealed while he was yet made to the earth nor the fields nor the highest parts of the earth when he prepared the heavens I was there when he set his compass upon the face of the deep this is the unlocking of the ability of the sons of Yahweh to understand how to engage with the face of the deep the only way you will ever get to understand the face of the deep is to understand your role in walking with the spirit of wisdom so she can tutor you in the things as a going beyond a discipleship into apprenticing as a son into who she is and her function to understand 
what her role has been and what she understands that you and I can be a part of. When he established the clouds above and when he strengthened the fountains of the deep. The, this again, the language is just so beautiful here. When he established the clouds above. So clouds are not little fluffy white things. Clouds are the overshadowing of the sons of Yahweh in the appearance of the light of Yahweh's glory. Because that's one of the New Testament, of course, it says that Yahweh's Yeshua is going to return in the clouds of glory. And we look up to the white clouds and think, oh, he's going to return in these little fluffy white clouds that move around. No, we are clouds, according to Jude. The book of Jude, you and I are clouds. We are the things that are full of the rain or the water of the supply of Yahweh for creation from a union of that which is above and that which is below. So when, when he established the clouds above, the cloud is an overshadowing presence that brings inexhaustible supply and fruit and to the earth, to the physical earth itself. You and I can and will become the supply to the earth again, not that which is in the environment. You, it'll flow out of us. And it says here, when he established the clouds above and when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, which means that there was a way for that door of the inexhaustible river of Yahweh to never, ever have to cease. The issue for you and I is without the understanding of how he did it, you don't understand the mechanics of our accessibility to it. This doesn't happen through an ascension group and one day suddenly getting revelation. It comes out of a union and a relational connection being tutored and discipled and apprenticed by the spirit of wisdom. You'll notice I'm using a new word called apprenticeship, something that we're trying to get to grips with with regards to our role within our father's house. When he gave to the sea his decree and the waters should not pass his commandments, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, oh, Holy Spirit, like this, this is, again, the most beautiful poetic language that you can imagine, for me anyway. When he gave to the sea's decree and the waters should not pass his commandment, gave the sea, which is to do with the order of humanity. Yahweh has given to the order of humanity his decree. And then it says, um, and that the water should not pass his commandments, which means that the supply of all that we have must come through the commandments of Yahweh. But it's not a legalistic process. It's a relational process that brings you into a relationship with the commandments, not as a system here outside of relationship. Unfortunately to me, this is what's happened in the Hebraic kind of culture so much is that they've separated the requirement of law which is what you know we said that Yahweh did away with the law but actually what he instigated was relationship but if you don't have a relationship then you have to have the law so it's Christians kind of have this weird inflection within what they do they say there's no law but they don't have the relationship but if you don't have a relationship you have to live by law and so it's a relationship that unlocks all of these things for us Uh, where was it? When he gave to the sea's decree, I thought all oh, should not pass him out. And when they appointed the foundations of the earth. So she was there at the very beginning when the cornerstone, the keystone of all of creation was released as a blueprint into creation. And that cornerstone, that 
that cube was unfolded and unfurled. Of course, the, it's a cube, and Moshe received the first stone, the table of stone with words written all about it. It was actually a cube, and so I'm not going to go into the details of all of that. However, um, that blueprinted stone was the foundation to build the earth, and so when that decree was given, she watched that foundation stone, of course, which is Christ himself, the rock. That rock, that rock was given at the very beginning to for all the creation to be framed. And when that rock was released into creation, that stone actually sits inside the Temple Mount, inside the in the mountain that the Temple Mount is built on, which is of course what why every every religion and creed wants to go there because of the accessibility of the of a gateway to a recognizable realm at the beginning there. And so it's one of the reasons why there's been so much fighting over it and because of the gate of the of that stone. When we were in Israel, um, we were in Hezekiah's tunnel and we all got to turn all our torches off in complete blackness and put our hands on the on the stone wall and begin to engage with Yod Hey Vav Hey and it was fascinating because on the outside of the people that were outside the tunnel, all they were hearing was this deep bass drum beat outside. But inside we were going, you hey, vav hey. And that stone, that, that cornerstone turned, the cube of the cornerstone turned to engage with us. It was absolutely fascinating. But it's this stone, this keystone before this was before the foundations were laid. This thing, this foundational stone of the scroll of creation itself is here on the earth, which is why the earth is so important. Here, let's just move along here. We've got a, a couple of minutes left. Um, when, In fact, I want to finish here because I want to pick up the next session on this one here. He appointed the foundations of the earth. We, we've got to understand that in the beginning was a fleck of light. That light was, of course, Yeshua. In that light was the doorway. The doorway was also the stone of Christ himself. Having the appearance so that all of creation was framed on the sun, now doing what the Father had done in the beginning, being an observer of what the Father had done in the beginning, to unfold in creation the blueprint of everything he'd been an observer for, which is why we have been given a, a stone to be able to build a new heaven and a new earth, following the same pattern. It's fascinating. All of this stuff is totally and absolutely fascinating, the way that Yahweh has woven this into the fabric of everything we do. Well, folks, this is Ian Clayton signing off for Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo. Have a great day.